Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This podcast will continue our explorations and learning in equity, diversity, inclusion, and cultural safety. In our conversation today, we're going to introduce the purpose for this podcast series. We will start with an introduction of ourselves and then move into what you can expect throughout this podcast series. Let's start with Ryan. Hey everybody, my name is Ryan. So I am a pharmacy technician and a proud one at that. Um, I've been a technician for the better part of 20 years and most of that has been in hospital. Uh, I have had a few different roles while working in uh, different hospitals that I've been at. I'm so honored and thankful that I've been given different opportunities. I started out working in, in frontline in, in the hospital and moved on from there where I was actually given the opportunity to set up uh, a new pharmacy and the pharmacy workflows at a new facility. From there, I went on to a provincial position where I got a chance to actually support all of the hospitals within Alberta. Um, so that was like super interesting just to learn everything from like the smallest like five bed hospitals that we have to the ones that are like a thousand plus beds. And then I've also had the opportunity to lead a pharmacy team in a management capacity. And I actually did that during the pandemic. And so it was like, so it was a huge learning curve, but so happy to support the pharmacy staff that was providing like pharmaceutical care to our patients. Now that's like one of the big things is as to why I am so honored to have been asked to be part of this podcast series. As a pharmacy technician, I always love the opportunity to expand our profession and what we can learn, as well as to apply those learnings to, to better serve our patients. And I'll pass it on to Kim. Thank you. Well, thanks, Ryan. It is so cool to be able to co-host with such an accomplished pharmacy technician. I'm also a proud pharmacy technician. As Ryan was saying, my name is Kim and I'm a community pharmacy technician uh, for almost 14 years or 15 years of pharmacy experience. And I've been doing uh, COVID-19 as well as influenza injections for the last two years. I've received multiple awards for my outstanding customer service, and I really just attribute that to the simple fact that I strive to provide everybody with the same excellent care, no matter who they are, where they come from. And I always start my day with a giving mentality to serve everybody and to give them the best patient experience at my community pharmacy here. And I will introduce Kelly next. Thanks, Kim. Thanks, Ryan. My name is Kelly, and I work for Drug Information Service and Consultant at a tertiary care clinic and represent the pharmacist perspective on our podcast team. I've been pharmacisting for over 20 years with experience in both community and hospital pharmacy. And as cliched as it sounds, it is the interactions that I have with others, whether it's patients, whether it's colleagues, um, it's those interactions that I truly find to be the most rewarding part of my work. And lately, I feel like I've also found those interactions to maybe be one of the more challenging parts of my work. Uh, for me, I feel completely comfortable dosing an antibiotic for an infection, but have really found myself thinking more about the how I communicate rather than what I'm communicating. Um, so I'm really looking forward to learning more about the how. And we are just so excited to be hosting these, this podcast series. It's going to give us an opportunity to speak with guests who work and research and study in these areas, these areas of equity, diversity, inclusion, and cultural safety, as well as people with lived experience. Well, and although we may use the word expert here, we use it in the context of work, research, study, and the teaching that our guests are doing in their professional capacities. While they are all a wealth of great information, 
they would not consider themselves to be experts exactly as they consider themselves to be learning just along with the rest of us as well. So let's talk a little bit about the purpose of the podcast series. Really, we're here to continue our explorations and learnings in equity, diversity, and inclusion. This podcast series is building off the equity, diversity, inclusion, and cultural safety module. Our Alberta colleagues have completed it as part of the Continuing Competence Program, and our Saskatchewan colleagues have completed it or are in the process of completing it for the 2023-24 license renewal year. The feedback that we got from pharmacy professionals from that module was that they wanted more, particularly ideas on how to apply the learnings into practice. So our intent for this podcast series is not to provide an exhaustive list of all the ways we can apply the learnings, because really, quite honestly, there isn't a framework or structure that is one size fits all and could accomplish this. Instead, what we thought we could do is approach this through conversation and engaging with experts who have knowledge and expertise in these areas through their stories through conversations and getting resources from them, we will offer you many ways in which you could apply EDI learnings into your practice. Now, we respect and value that each of us approaches our daily work practices differently, bringing our own perspectives, our own lived experiences, and of course, all of our biases. The same goes for the patients we serve and care for, the coworkers and colleagues we work alongside with, and really others that we work with in other professions. They too have their own perspectives, their lived experiences, and their biases. The stories and conversations will hopefully help you understand various ways you can apply your learnings into your practice and why it's important to do so. We hope these stories, these conversations, and these resources will serve as a wealth of information you can use to apply learnings into your practice. So EDI is a vulnerable space, but an important one. It's a vulnerable space because for most of us, there is continual recognition of a few things. There's what we don't know. There's things that we need to unlearn that we thought we did know. And there's even revelations of inherent biases that we might have. Understanding that and also understanding that learning is already a vulnerable process to go through. And then within EDI, it becomes even more so with knowing that our learning is a journey as we gain new understandings and hear from others about their lived experiences. And I really love this because I think that, you know, we're talking a lot about providing safe space for the people and clients that we serve, but also want to make sure that this learning is a safe space for our learners, right? Yeah, and yeah. so I like addressing the vulnerability so that, you know, we're learning about providing safe care, but also feeling safe in, in learning that. Yeah. We do understand that some of the conversations may be triggering or difficult to discuss or hear. To provide support in these vulnerable spaces, at the start of each session, we'll provide an overview of the conversation so that you're aware of the content coming up. And we encourage you to utilize approaches that provide you security and comfort. You can always push pause and come back to the podcast at a later time. You can always take a break from the podcast. Um, just do what you need to do so that you can hear the messages that we're hearing from our experts and from our guests and so that you can assess them. We recognize that the field of EDI is evolving and that what is real today and throughout our podcast series may change over time. With that, Happy to say that we are excited to see pharmacy growing in these areas where we can have important conversations beyond therapeutics or distribution. 
I think one of the terms that we've been hearing more about and that we're using with a lot more frequency is the concept of person-centered care. To remind ourselves of what this means, Kim's going to give us a quick debrief of person-centered care. Okay, so person-centered care. Now, this is the idea that care shifts the focus from the prescription to the person and centers the person in the decision-making process regarding their care. It recognizes the patient as a partner in their own health. Person-centered care is listening to the patient, their concerns, building towards some understanding of their personal stories, their family, their history, their friends, what's important to them, as well as their life factors that might influence them, including their health goals. It's starting with them as the person first and foremost. Now, person-centered care can also be the commitment to developing a positive and trusting relationship with others and getting to know them on more than just a pharmaceutical level, getting to know them on a human level. It's also moving past our judgments and inherent biases that we might have. It's supporting patients to make decisions in the best possible way for them, as well as advocating on their behalf. It's respecting the dignity and rights of others without prejudice. And it's also continuous training in equity, diversity, and inclusivity, which allows us to move beyond the judgments and our inherent biases that we may engage in person-centered care. It allows patients to feel safe, supported and makes them more in control and gives them confidence to make decisions that are best for them and makes them able to advocate on their own behalf. EDI promotes person-centered care, respecting the dignity and the rights of others without prejudice. Our understanding of patient care and possibilities for achieving positive health outcomes has grown so much and we can offer much more to people than what we have ever been positioned to do before. Through medications, pharmacy professionals are at the epicenter of the healthcare professions. We have a perspective like no other healthcare provider. We can see medications being prescribed. We can hear the discussions people have had with other healthcare professionals. We can get to know the person and how they are feeling, look at their past history and also where they're at health-wise today and even help them with where they might be tomorrow and what we can do proactively to help with their health. We have input on medicine, compounding, and helping patients make sense of the medical devices that they're using. We truly share vulnerable spaces with people and colleagues. In this podcast, we're going to turn to our expert guests and ask them these important questions of why. Why now? Why the encouragement to unlearn what we've learned and learn something different? Why person-centered care? Why is all of this important? In addition to the why, we're going to ask them their ideas on how we can do this. If any of you are like me, I've completed learning on EDI, but was left with a lot of questions. How do I make sense of the concepts? How do I apply them to my practice and in my profession? For those of us that might not be patient-facing, why is this important to me? What can I do within the workspaces that I occupy? Through stories and conversations, we will explore the why and the how and look at practical ways one could apply these concepts. Person-centered care requires us to acknowledge and respect the culture, race, religion, gender identity, age, disability, and diversity of people, and to consider how these factors interact with the health system to impact patient care. 
So in this series, we will have four podcasts that cover the following topics. Inclusive and safe spaces for 2S LGBTQIA plus peoples, Indigenous wellness and cultural safety, diversity and inclusion, and stigma and harm reduction. So we do have a few suggestions for how to approach the podcast. Feel free to approach these podcasts you with any other audiobook or podcast, like listen to them when you're walking the dog, driving to work. You can even listen to them together with colleagues. Also, taking notes is not necessary, but please feel free to do so if you wish. Now, if you're having trouble hearing the podcast, you can view a recording of the session because with the viewing, you also have the transcripts to help with the clarity. And this can be done directly in the module. This podcast series is part of a continuous learning journey in EDI. We encourage you to apply the concepts of the enduring learning pathway in the EDI course. Now, within the module, there will be reflection questions to help you integrate what you discussed in these podcasts in terms of how you can apply the ideas you gain to practice. While these questions and answers are personal and will not be seen or audited by anyone else, please know that they are part of the requirements to complete the learning activity. So we've chatted a little bit about the purpose of our podcast and what we'll be doing in this space. I thought maybe we could take a bit of time to hear from Ryan and Kim, what brings them to the podcast, what they're most excited to learn about. So let's chat with Kim and hear what she is looking forward to learning and why she's participating in the podcast series. Thank you, Kelly. Well, I have to say that the topic of equity, diversity, inclusion, it's always been at the first and foremost of my care, especially with working in community pharmacy for as many years as I have. I've seen people being mistreated. I've heard of people being mistreated for one reason or another, whether that be race-related, age-related, the way that somebody identifies related. I've seen it all, and I do myself strive to make an inclusive area that is safe for everybody to come and join. And I want to be an influence for the change and bringing together the power of diversity, a collective collaboration, as well as transformative patient care, where everybody feels safe to come to any pharmacy in the world and just feel safe and get the care that they deserve and be able to have a great impact with the care that's being received. Uh, I know that there's still a lot of room to learn and that's for myself as well. And I'm here to not only learn, but also to provide some influence as, as well as hopefully inspire a few people along the way. And now Ryan. When I was asked if I wanted to be part of this podcast series, I was super honored that it was even thought of. I never saw myself, you know, doing a podcast, period. Um, on top of that, to be able to talk on these, or yeah, to talk on these subjects, it's something that's quite personal for me, like as a person of color, as well as somebody who identifies uh, with a gay community. It's something that I've been always aware of my entire life. And I just like, I just find it so interesting that we're now at a place like in society where like our healthcare professionals, including pharmacists and pharmacy technicians, are starting to be more interested in how we can better care for our patients, looking through the lens of, oh, this person is a person of color, this person is, you know, part of the like gay community or or whatever or what have you. It, it it's something that really um, resonated with me. It's oh my gosh, I, I right now I'm just like overflowing with like emotion just because passion. I'm, yes. Yeah, I'm like I'm just super excited about 
about what we get to talk about and what we get to share with everybody else. I think these things are just like so important. It's going to make healthcare that much better. It's going to make our care for our patients that much better. And it's actually going to give us like fulfillment in our professions, in our jobs, in our careers. And basically speechless because they don't know what to say, really. But to try and put into words, it's like, I'm just so happy and so honored to be part of this. Beautiful, Ryan. And already we're, you know, just getting started in this podcast. And I already appreciate the perspectives that both of you are bringing from, you know, things that you've seen in your practice as pharmacists, some of the lived experience that you're bringing to it, Ryan, and the perspective that the unique perspective that that will bring. I think for me is I don't think I know what I didn't know, if that makes sense. And so really, I didn't have an awareness that people might not feel safe with me. I thought that being friendly and approachable and outgoing might be enough. And I don't think it's enough. You know, there's a lot happening, I think, in our profession, but really there's a lot happening in our world. So to be a better pharmacist, to be a better healthcare provider, and I think just to be a better person, I'm really interested in knowing more about, again, what I don't know, right? And just having more awareness. I, I really think like all of you and like all of our listeners, I've been trying to do my best and I'm curious to hear more about what I might be able to do different, what I might be able to do better. So what's next? There's so many things that we need to take into account, but at the heart of it all, it's just to make a better place for our patients. And we hope that these episodes that are coming up will help you in your practice to do so. Thank you for taking the time to join Ryan, Kim and I. Thank you, everybody. We are looking forward to doing this with you, and we hope that you find it as valuable as us and looking forward. I personally am so looking forward to what this podcast series is going to be able to teach us and share with us so that we can just have a better environment for our patients to to get better in. So you know what? Let's sit back. Let's enjoy our first conversation on inclusive and safe spaces for 2SLGBTQIA plus peoples. Thank you.